Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. Second hour of Outkick the Coverage. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the program. Much to get to. We're focused, uh, obviously, we're talking some about the uh, Game 1 of the World Series. and uh, But right now, as we get ready for, the, uh, for, for Week 7 in the NFL, I still think there's a lot to talk about involving the Dallas Cowboys. If you're out there listening to me right now, and you're a regular consumer of the Outkick show, you may have heard me yesterday talking about how bad the Dallas Cowboys are and whether it could open the window just a little bit to a bit of a radical idea. And let me tell you what my radical idea is. Right now, the Dallas Cowboys are sitting at 2-4 and in the NFL. That is not good. They are surrounded by an awful lot of bad teams in the NFC East. Okay? Right now, the bad teams in the NFL are starting to consider what they might do if they end up with the number one overall pick and Trevor Lawrence is out there to be taken, okay? The Jets, for instance, I'm going to go through the bad teams right now and explain why there may be an opening for Trevor Lawrence, all right? The Jets are sitting at 0-6. The Jets are atrocious, but they already have Sam Darnold, so If they really think that Sam Darnold might be a good quarterback in the NFL, are they willing to throw away Sam Darnold already and make a move and go get Trevor Lawrence? Now, the answer may well be yes, but does Trevor Lawrence want to go to the Jets? He's going to be in a bit of a position of power here, like John Elway, like Eli Manning. I think Trevor Lawrence 
could make a move here and say, I don't want to go to the Jets. I'm not sure that he would do it. But I think because he could go back to Clemson, because he could play for another year, he could threaten the Jets and say, I won't play for you. I will decide to go uh, back to college football. And so as the as the will he or won't he situation is being decided, Trevor Lawrence can take this up to the last possible moment about whether or not he wants to enter the NFL draft. And he can bully because we'll know who's going to have the overall number one pick. He can bully and make his statement that he doesn't want to go to the Jets. And that's assuming the Jets finish with the worst record in the league and that the Jets want to, to, to move on from Sam Darnold. So I think there's a decent chance the Jets might be willing to trade this pick if they end up with the number one overall pick, all right? So put a pin in that right now. The other teams that are likely to finish with bad records in the NFL and be in the mix to draft Trevor Lawrence, most of them are not really in the quarterback marketplace right now. Let me explain. Cincinnati Bengals. They like what they see from Joe Burrow so far. They are certainly, even if they finish with the worst record in the NFL, not going to be interested in drafting Trevor Lawrence. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, maybe, okay. I can see them tanking for Trevor. We kind of threw that into an uproar by winning week one against the Indianapolis Colts, but they now have lost five straight games with Gardner Minshew. And so if that is going to be a part of uh, of their decision-making, Jacksonville, not very far away from Clemson. They need somebody who's going to create a stir, create a buzz. They obviously have been in trouble at the quarterback position for a while. They gave big money to Blake Bortles. That didn't work out. They gave big money to Nick Foles. That didn't work out. They got Minshew Mania, which is fading rapidly down in Duval. They're sitting at 1-5. and five. So I don't think that they are in an incredibly strong position. I would actually make the Jags still the most likely team to want Trevor Lawrence. The Chargers right now, the worst team in the AFC West. They're sitting at 1-4. and four. They like what they've seen from Justin Herbert. They could be 4-1. and one. Heck, they could be 5-0. and oh. There's a lot of different uh, bad results that they've had there. In the, uh, in the NFC, in the NFC East, the woeful, disgusting, d- d- disgracefully bad NFC East, we got the Giants and we've got the Washington football team and Philadelphia all sitting with one win right now. The Eagles have given Carson Wentz big money. They drafted Jalen Hurts last year. They're not in the quarterback market. The Giants still trying to figure out if Daniel Jones is their answer. They're not in the quarterback market. The Washington football team probably is sitting at 1-5, and five, but they also may feel like they have a chance to win this division with Ron Rivera, Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins. they got to figure out what they're going to do there, but I'm guessing Dwayne Haskins is finished, so they seem like they might be in the quarterback market. Minnesota Vikings, they've committed big money to Kirk Cousins. I don't know that they're going to spend big money on a number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, while they still have Kirk Cousins, who doesn't have a lot of value to him. The Atlanta Falcons have spent big money on uh, already Matt Ryan. So those are the teams that are in the mix. Probably right now, if you're being fair, the Washington football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and right now, I would say the uh, the New York Jets are maybe in the mix to be interested in Trevor Lawrence. I haven't mentioned a team that I think should be in the mix for Trevor Lawrence. It's the Dallas Cowboys. And some of you out there are going to be like, what are you talking about? No, no, think about it. Right now, the Dallas Cowboys 
have Dak Prescott signed on a franchise deal. They could sign him to another franchise deal and or trade his rights to another team, packaging that maybe with somebody else, maybe with Ezekiel Elliott. Would anybody take that Zeke Elliott contract? Because I think based on the way Zeke is playing right now, the Cowboys have wildly overpaid him, plus their number one pick. This may be a crazy idea. Plus their number one pick, which looks like it's going to be a pretty good number one pick. And they could give all of that to whoever has the number one draft pick right now and make the decision to go draft Trevor Lawrence. And instead of having to pay Dak Prescott a lot of money going forward, they would get another rookie contract at quarterback, which would allay many of the salary cap issues that the Dallas Cowboys have. It would allow them to bring in a young quarterback to pair with C.D. Lamb, with Amari Cooper, and with Michael Gallup, the best trio of wide receivers anywhere in the NFL right now. All of the issues that Dallas had on their offensive line would be solved. You would have a young quarterback with a great offensive line. I mentioned the idea of trading away Zeke as a part of getting Trevor Lawrence number one overall. Maybe there's not a lot of demand for Zeke because of his contract. You could keep him, hope that he would suddenly return to the form that you have seen earlier in his career before you gave him big money. And I think this would be a massive wheeling and dealing move for Jerry Jones. In the process, you get out from worrying about how Dak Prescott might recover from a serious injury. You allow yourself, because you signed a franchise tag a deal with Dak, you have no real money tied up at the quarterback position. You have a lot of young talent that you have signed to long-term deals as part of the Cowboy franchise. This would get you back on a rookie contract deal, and it would give you an opportunity to potentially be able to follow the path that Seattle did with Russell Wilson, that we saw the Eagles do with Carson Wentz, that we saw the Kansas City Chiefs do with Patrick Mahomes, and frankly, the path that you tried to follow as a franchise with Dak, which is Jared Goff with the Rams as well. If you have a good young quarterback, the salary that he is signing for as a part of the NFL draft is way below what the market value would be. That allows you to spend tens of millions of dollars on talent at other positions for four or five years before you have to sign Trevor Lawrence to a long-term deal. You talk to every scout out there, and Trevor Lawrence is going to test off the charts as a quarterback. You could make an argument that he's going to be the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL since Andrew Luck in terms of what he can accomplish. He's big, he's strong, he's tough, he can make every throw. He's also way more athletic than he gets credit for in terms of his ability to run Ask Ohio State fans about that if you watch that playoff game last year. He can escape in the pocket. He can move around well. I just think Trevor Lawrence is close to a guaranteed big win for whoever gets him as the number one overall pick. What if the Dallas Cowboys made an aggressive play to make them the team that gets him as the number one overall pick? I think it is genius. I think it's the kind of move that Jerry Jones would love to make historically. That's how Jerry Jones got filthy rich. He's an old-school wildcatter. 
a guy who made his money in the boom and bust of the oil business. I think he's looking for one last big score to ride out on as an owner in the NFL. If you watched how frustrated he was Monday, I know a lot of people said that could be the best negotiating that Dak Prescott has ever had. But what if the play is for Dallas to find a way to get Trevor Lawrence, add him with all those young wide receivers and potentially Zeke Elliott if you can't move him and go get a younger running back? That, to me, is the way that you go out with Jerry Jones and win another Super Bowl. I'm not sure Dak is a Super Bowl quarterback. I think there's a decent chance when you look at the cost of Trevor Lawrence compared to Dak coming off of an injury, you're going to have to pay Dak $35 million plus a year. You can get Trevor Lawrence a lot cheaper, and he might be, probably will be, a better quarterback in the years ahead. I think it's a no-brainer. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by Jeff Schwartz, as we often are. Jeff, my man, uh, did a bunch, so many different NFL stories to get into. But I want to start uh, with the Monday night sort of debacle for the Buffalo Bills that came on the heels of the Tuesday performance against the Titans. Every different season has ebbs and flows. Teams that start off really good can fade. Teams that start off poorly can get a lot better. What have we learned about the Buffalo Bills who not very long ago were sitting at 4-0 and and looked like one of the best teams in the AFC and then the Titans kind of took it to them and then I would say the Chiefs really took it to them with that rushing attack and just basically manhandled them. What do you think of the Bills now? Well, their defense hasn't been terribly great this season. Now, I don't really know why. The injuries are obviously a, a part of that, but their defense hasn't been good and the Chiefs took advantage of that. So did the Titans, but the concern I think if you're looking at this team is, is Josh Allen's play the last couple of weeks, right? I mean, right. he went from the first four weeks of the season being a, a basically an MVP candidate to, to not being that. And I think the Titans started the trend of what the Chiefs did, which is like, look, we're not going to let you beat us down the field, right? We're going to keep everything in front of you and make you have to be more accurate because they're, they're a lot like, like your feet, like your team, the Titans, where they do a ton of play action pass. Like they, they love, the play action pass and move the pocket a little bit, but it's tougher to do that when you get behind and when you, and when the defense doesn't let you throw the ball as deep, right? And so um, there, there's no one's concerned about their passing game. I mean, their, their rushing game. So they're just kind of sitting back and hanging out. And the Chiefs and the Titans both did that. And Allen just hasn't been as accurate, hasn't been as good, and um, they have to find a way to get out of this funk on offense. Do you think they can? Um, I think they can. Um, I think they have to find ways to get Allen quicker, easier throws. We saw on Monday night, um, the Chiefs, for example, I think did a really good job of getting Mahomes in a good early rhythm with quick throws. There was a problem against the Raiders and the week before that against the Patriots where they just got in a situation where they just try to t- throw the ball deep too much and just take too many opportunities. Mahomes just think and dunk, right? Quick passes, the ball easy, and you hope that in year three or four for Josh Alvey, third year as a full-time starter, um, he's accurate enough to complete, um, you know, easy reads and simple passes. I mean, that's what, what the offense has to be. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. All right, on the flip side, I mentioned the Titans and what they had done to the Bills. They found a way to, to win against the Texans. They were in control. They lost control. They came back and they won it. What are you seeing from the Titans, and what do you expect to see in their game, which has probably got to be considered the biggest game in the NFL this upcoming weekend, on Sunday against the Steelers with 
what you learned from the Steelers and their beatdown of the Browns. How does this game match up? What are you seeing from both the Titans and the Steelers? How good are they? The, the Titans, I'll tell you what, I, you know, I was very vocal, obviously, on Ryan Tannehill's contract. I was proven to be wrong on that. He's done a fantastic job. Um, I just think Mike Rabel is a really good coach. And um, his team is, is always prepared. They're physical. They play tough. They don't ever quit in games. Um, and Arthur Smith, the OC, has done a great job designing an offense, heavy play-action pass, uh, running the football, um, and just being smart with how they use Tannehill. What concerns me about the Steelers game is Taylor Luan tearing his ACL, the Titans' left tackle. Yeah, I believe they're down. I believe they're down the right tackle as well. So you have both these guys out against a fierce Steelers pass rush. I I told everyone that my favorite long shot bet of the entire offseason was really the entire season. Actually, was the Steelers plus I think it was like twenty seven hundred to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're a really good football team. They're really good on defense. They beat you up in the trenches and Big Ben. I think each and every week is just getting more confident within the offense. So it's going to be a great game. It's going to be like an old-school, physical, like, AFC football game. Um, and we're going to have quarterbacks that will swing the ball around. Great coaches, right, Tomlin and, and, uh, and Mike Vrabel right now. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, I got to give Vrabel's done a great job. He's a great coach. He knows how to steal some of those seconds every now and then, right? We know that play on – I was talking about uh, on Monday and Tuesday with him, you know, stealing some seconds against the – Texans he's just he's just really good yeah I mean he really is uh really coming into his own and I was critical of Mike Vrabel in general like I didn't necessarily buy into uh to his coaching and obviously coaching like any other job is something you have to grow into and you know that as well as anybody I mean athletics I mean it can happen in radio until you get enough reps and and I was talking about this it was interesting uh, yesterday with Jason Whitlock on the show. Whatever you do for a profession, when you start it, you're probably not very good at it. And so the question becomes, how quickly can you be good and how much better can you get? And that's a question for no matter what you do, whether you are uh, whether you lay you know hardwood floors or whether you are a radio guy or whether you're a neurosurgeon, right? Like oh, yeah. when you start, you're not as good. And you know that on the offensive line, right? You have to get reps in order to get good. In some of those early reps, you're not going to be very good. And I think Vrabel has really grown into the job in a big way. I mean, for any career, I mean, I'm in the media now, right? I mean, I, I, yes. I, can, I I'd probably cringe if I listened to myself three years ago, right? I mean, you just, you get better as you go, you know, but in the media, I mean, just, you know, you're not being judged in year one sometimes, right? Like, you're not like, you know, you're not being the first time you do your own podcast. No one's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm judging you and, you and you have to be good in four weeks, right? But we judge coaches and quarterbacks and offensive linemen sometimes so soon and don't allow them at least our opinion of them, we don't allow growth, right? We allow, okay, Rayborn, he's not good after four weeks. Screw, screw that guy. I'm out on him, right? Like, we don't, we don't give. That's social media in general. And, and it also, right. it, it, yeah, it, I mean, it, I think it's like. But I think that's it, fans, I think fans, just fans. Like, I mean, we, you know, we saw the sports talk radio. It was the same thing, right? Like, it was, it was, you know, before Twitter, I should say. Like, fans want to fire coaches. It's just what they do. People respond emotionally, and Twitter is the most emotional medium I think there's ever been. Facebook oh, yeah. is emotional too, and uh, and, and you know I, I always say this like, uh, and, and maybe I'm the wrong person to be saying this, but when we hire young guys, I'm like, hey, you know, y- don't lose your job because of something that you say on Twitter. 
correct. It's so stupid. Like, right? I, I mean, I, that's I, not I, your I, job, so right? Like, you know, and and, you. and I understand. Like, and and I I I don't just say that to young guys. Like, I go out to you know, I'll go talk at at high schools, or I'll talk to kids out there, and a lot of them listen to the show. And there's a lot of people in the high school ages who you know, because the show's on in the morning. They're in the car with their parents or, you know, they're driving into school with their dad or their mom and they, they want to hear the show. And so, I mean, that's gratifying. But one of the things that's really interesting about the conversation in general is I tell all those kids, I say, man, go delete your Twitter, right? Like if you had a Twitter account and I tell my same kids this, like my son wants an iPhone and he's going to be 13, my oldest son, in January. And I'm like, I just... I don't really want you to get on social media and, 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 and I, I had to have conversations with him and it's unfortunate, but I'm like, people are going to pay attention to you because you are my son and Correct. some people don't like me. Right. And I know my mom's like, how can somebody not like you? It's like the Seinfeld with Jerry. But and I say, you know, you are going to get raised in a different environment. When I was 13, nobody knew who I was. I had great parents, but my parents were like your average person's parents out there. Right. You know, nobody was like, oh, I'm going to go after that kid because of I don't like his dad, right? Unfortunately, I think that's kind of the universe that we live in now, or it can be the mom or whatever else. And, right, right. you know, for anybody out there who's a parent, you're like, man, I don't want my son or daughter judged by what they do when they're 13 or 14 or 15 years old on social media. And so what I tell all those kids is, you know, if you're going to college, once you get to be 18 years old, or certainly when you graduate college at 22, the the business people out there that are thinking about hiring you, they're going to find your social media accounts. They're going to look at your Instagram. They're going to look at your oh, yeah. Twitter. They're going to look at your Facebook. And if I were you, I'd go delete everything that I put out there when I was a knucklehead. And we see this come up with athletes all the time because somebody did something or said something dumb and they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to go search uh, bad words and see if insert first round draft pick said something inappropriate when he was 13 or 14 years old or whatever. And so I'm giving the same advice to kids that I talk to who are college age or getting ready for college as I would give my parents. And it's a different world. Like I was fortunate. I think that social media didn't exist when I was a kid. I'm sure you think that too. And, uh, and nowadays like you're kind of stamped by whatever you do, uh, in a, in a way that's totally different. You know, the thing about social media, it's really interesting because, um, you know, the more followers you get, obviously, the more interaction you get, right? Just the stupid people tweet the most, especially when it comes to sports. I'm sure, I mean, like, you know, you're, you're on the politics side. You deal with it probably worse than, than I get it with. But, but like, you know what, I, what got me used to it, sorry to cut you off, is SEC football. Like, people are like, oh, politics is so, you know, like, like you know, so noxious. It's so, like, everybody's got the knives out all day long. I'm like, man, you don't know anything until you pick <laughs> Alabama or Auburn the wrong way one year and oh, say yeah. something that gets one of those sides met, messed up. So, like, I don't really, you know, people are like, oh, you know, like your Twitter feed, you know, people are constantly fighting and, and what they say and everything. It doesn't really impact me because once no. you've had to make picks for SEC football games for 15 years in public like I have, there's nothing somebody can say Democrat or Republican-wise <laughs> that's any worse than what happens when you pick the wrong side uh, on an SEC football game and a fan base really comes after you. And, uh, it's It's wild. And, like, you know, I just started more blocking more people and people are like, well, you're just soft and that's, and you know, your employer is going to like, I'm like, my bosses don't care about Twitter like that. Like grow up people, like people take it so seriously on social media. I do not understand why. And like, they, you know, and they send those tweets that like, to your point, like that would get them fired. Like they're cussing yeah. and they're, I'm like, why are you so angry on social media? I might argue with you about sports. And I have no problem doing that, but like, I'm not, 
angry. Like, I'm not cussing at you. I'm not calling you names. Like, guys, it's social media, man. Like, it's not real life. We are adults talking to each other via an app. Like, it's not that big of a deal. If I block you or if someone blocks me, whatever, whatever, just move. Like, life continues. Like, if we disagree in sports, life continues. Why are you sending me, like, things about my wife and my kids? It's so odd to me. I don't, I don't get that mentality. I disagree with many people. I disagree with you over social media. I'm not, like, going and saying, like, I hope your kids die. It's just a weird phenomenon. <laughs> I don't get it. it. It is. I mean, to me, I've always said, like, the mafia, which are not exactly known to be the nicest dudes on the planet. The mafia. The mafia has a no wives or kids rule. Right? Like when the mafia is more of a uh, gentlemanly and more, and they have rules in place that are more reasonable than people on social media, it's when sort of chaos can ensue. But we, I got you distracted there by, uh, by going on that little bit of a rant. Uh, so let's, uh, let's circle back around to uh, so you said you like the Steelers and their ability to get pressure, potentially yeah. with the Titans having uh, offensive line issues, certainly in the wake of the Taylor Lewan injury. How much does a left tackle injury matter in general? So, um, and, and the reason why I ask is because you worked on the offensive line for eight years. Yeah. We know Taylor Lewan is an all-pro caliber left tackle. He's obviously incredibly successful. How much can a team, and particularly a team like the Titans that is and 5-0 and would have hopes or aspirations of not just making the playoffs at this point, but doing what they did last year and making a run once yeah. they get to the playoffs, potentially having a home playoff game, winning division, all those things. How much can you scheme away from a loss like that. How debilitating is a loss like that? Well, it can be tough for what the Titans do specifically because, you know, they run the ball to that left side a lot, right? Roger yep. Saffold and Luan are really good at zone blocking, and you're just not going to have you're just not going to have the same impact without him in the game. I don't even know who their backup is, but it's not Taylor Luan, right? I mean, there's a depth issue in the, in the offensive line rooms around the NFL anyway. There's just not a lot of depth, and you can look. I think the Eagles are an example when they won the Super Bowl. Jason Peters went out the left tackle mid, midway through the season, and they inserted uh, Vitae, and they just helped him out, right? But they also still had a good left guard, an All Pro center, you know, a good right guard, All Pro right tackle, and Lane Johnson. Like, they still had four really good players. And when you have the one weak spot, you can scheme up. Okay, we'll help him here. You know, we'll double team here. We'll run away from him here. But when Luan is out and your right tackles out it's tough to just decide, like, who gets the more help, right? And especially when you're so focused on, on kind of running the football. And they run the football more of like an old-school way where they're just saying, okay, we're going to line up and, and pound you. Where, like, you know, the Eagles that season were more like an, an RPO-type run system where they just ran the ball if the numbers were good. The Titans aren't really – that's not really what they do. So um, I, I don't know if they can just replace that. And, and the thing you worry about, too, is, when you press the quarterback, that leads to mistakes, right? At least to turnovers. And so if, if you just have one rep a game where the left tackle gets beat and the one wouldn't have gotten beat and you hit Tannehill and you force a turnover or you force a bad throw on third down and she gets the ball back like that, it can just be one or two plays a, a game, Clay, where you don't have Luan and it just makes it tougher for your offense. So there is no replacing him. You just hope that you, you develop your, your next guy up and – uh, you can do enough to get by. We've been talking a lot about who's winning the Brady-Belichick divorce. I, I don't want to call it right now, but it seems like Brady would be a massive favorite to win this divorce. The Patriots are 2-3. and three. 
the Buccaneers just absolutely took it to the Packers to get to four and two. Arguably, they should be five and one. They shouldn't have lost that game against the Bears. Uh, how good can the Bucks be, and how troubled are you by what you've seen from the Patriots of late? Well, the Patriots. I think we could. I think we could decide who who got it better now. It's it's Tom Brady, but the Patriots. You know the same issues they had last year. No wide receivers, like just nothing. They have no threats, no tight end yep. threat. They just have nothing. They have nothing, and so they can't move the ball on offense they, for whatever reason. They cannot draft any wide receivers, and they haven't. They haven't found a tight end. Like they just, uh, they're not good enough on offense. The thing about Tampa Bay is that their defense is really good, really good. And the, the way you play defense in the NFL now is you don't. You're not the '85 Bears, right? Like you're not. You're not holding teams to three points a game. It's, it's doing enough to disrupt the quarterback. It's hitting the quarterback a couple times a game and having guys on defense that can run. It's having it's linebackers that can run, have secondary players that can run, and just just do, just do get off the field. Just make some stops, and that's what Tampa Bay does. And then obviously Tom Brady is just kind of, I don't want to use game manager, but he sort of is, right? He's just kind of running the offense, don't screw up. Um, their offense line is really good. You know, found, found Gronk a couple times, obviously, in that game. Um, he's doing enough to keep this team going, but they're the favorite in the NFC right now. They're, they're, you think Tampa Bay is the best really team in the NFC in your mind? Yeah, I don't know who would be better. I mean, the Packers aren't better, right? The Saints aren't better. Um, who, the Niners, the Seahawks. No, the Rams. I, he, the, the Seahawks, they just are not good defensively. Tampa's just a yeah. much more rounded team. Now, what I, if you're just saying, like, Super Bowl's tied, and Seahawks and Tampa are playing – I mean, I would probably take Russell Wilson just to win the game, right? But that's right. not really what this is. So I just I think Tampa's just a more well-rounded team. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. You can follow him on Twitter. He does a little bit of everything. He's actually going to be sitting in tomorrow as I'm on special assignment uh, in, uh, in, a, in an undisclosed location, which is actually going to be a pretty fun part of the Thursday show. I'll be coming to you from my hotel room. That's, that's all I can say. Have they given you any information about my special assignment? Um... No, they so I, uh, Scott. Shapiro you know you're sitting. Like, you know you're sitting in. Jonas Knox <laughs> is, is sitting in with me, uh, with you yeah. on Thursday, uh, because Jason Martin. Sorry, by the me. way, we should we should say has gotten a promotion, so he has an early morning yeah. radio show in Nashville now, uh, which is very great for him. And congrats to him. And and we've had Jay Mart on the show, and but he can't guest host uh, the same way he would before. So Jonas Knox, who does a fabulous job at Fox Sports Radio, is sitting in for you. And so you've gotten the uh, you've gotten the the tap here. Uh, but I am on a super secret assignment. I will be. It's like where in the where in the world is Clay Travis? Remember, <laughs> remember Carmen San Diego back in the day. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that? Were you old enough to remember like the Carmen San Diego game? I a, a little bit of it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So Carmen San Diego. We will have a where in the world. Uh, and spoiler alert: It's in the United States. Uh, because you really can't go very many places in the world right now. So I will be in the country, uh, but I will be in a uh, in a hotel room for part of the show on Thursday, and I will give an update on exactly uh, what is going on and what has transpired on uh, on this day uh, later today um, with uh, with you guys. So it should be a lot of fun. What else is standing out to you about the NFL Week Six as we get ready for uh, obviously what is uh, is close to the midpoint of the season? I mean, I think we're we're starting to separate, um, you know, the teams that are the contenders, contenders from the right. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I think there's I think there's like six. There's six teams right now. I think they can win the Super Bowl. It's Seattle, Tampa Bay, and then it's Tennessee, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh. Like those are six teams. I feel like those are six teams where you're like, 
they can do it. I mean, that's where, after six weeks, kind of where we're at, folks, those six teams. And um, I'll think the NFL is doing a good job navigating COVID. I know people want to, want to crap on them all the time, but we're still playing the games, and the schedule's still going forward. So um, they're, they're doing their part. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you are doing your part, and you should be uh, able to, uh, to hang out tomorrow. And We appreciate the time today, and uh, thank you, my man. All right, take care, bud. That is Jeff Schwartz. He'll be in while I'm on special assignment tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, and we will talk a little bit about that. You've heard me talk a little bit about it on the show. I can't talk about exactly what we're doing, but trust me, it's going to be pretty cool. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At the end of the first hour of the program, I told you my list of the five best teams in the NFL. That is the list of happiness, the list of joy. We finished off the first hour with reasons for you to be ecstatic and excited if you are an NFL fan. We had the Steelers number one overall. Uh, We had the Seahawks number two. Titans number three. Chiefs in the four spot. And we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the fifth best team in the NFL. And not surprisingly, not everybody out there in the audience agrees with me, but the general consensus has been, that's not a bad list, all right? Seahawks one, Steelers one, Seahawks two, Titans three, Chiefs four, and the Bucks in the five spot. Now, unfortunately, is the time for the outkick list of sadness. These are the five worst teams in the NFL. All right, the teams that have nothing redeemable about themselves, teams that have nothing to look forward to with the possible exception of being able to tank for Trevor Lawrence. These are the fan bases out there that have already turned their attention towards the next season as they recognize they have basically no hope of being able to enter into the playoff ranks, even with an expanded playoffs with seven AFC and seven NFC teams. All right. So here are the bottom five teams. In the 28th spot, I have the Minnesota Vikings. All right. The Vikings are right now falling completely apart. Kirk Cousins has thrown 10 interceptions. They got the one win on the road against the Houston Texans, another bad football team. They had a chance to beat the Seahawks and basically turn their season around when they lost that game. Now they've lost to the Falcons, who were winless and atrocious. There's really no reason to be excited if you are a Vikings fan at all, unless you are of the opinion that they're going to get in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. But right now, a year after you felt like maybe you had turned the page, you got the big win on the road against the Saints in the playoffs, and you thought, hey, maybe we're closer than we than we thought. No, the answer is you are not. You are the 28th best team in the NFL right now. In the 29th spot, I have got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Early in the season, we were all stunned when they came out and they beat the Colts in week one down in Jacksonville. Since then, Jacksonville has gotten progressively worse. They now have lost five games in a row, and they're back where we anticipated they would be when the season began, which is in the tank for Trevor Lawrence business. I have got the Jacksonville Jaguars right now slotted in at the 29th spot in my bottom five. All right, in the 30th spot, 
I have got the Giants. I feel bad for New York football fans because the Giants and the Jets are so god-awful. But at least if you are the Giants sitting at 1-5, and five, if you beat the Eagles this weekend in the awful Thursday night football game, you're right back in the mix to potentially win the NFC East, which is looking like it could be the worst division in the history of sports. Uh, and, and I'm not even kidding about that. Who knows what the actual winning record might be in that division. And so I've got the Giants in the 30th spot. Right after that, I've got the Washington football team who won in week one against the Eagles and have not won since. Now, they play the Cowboys this weekend, and crazily, if they beat the Cowboys, they could find themselves squarely in the mix, maybe even tied for the lead in the division, depending on what happens in that Giants and that Eagles game. And you know the division is bad when the Eagles may end up winning the division based on getting a tie against the Bengals. That's just how bad things have gone overall. So all of these teams, I've got Washington at 31, and then the Jets, and I don't think this is hyperbole, I think the Jets may be one of the worst teams that has ever existed in the history of the NFL. They let Le'Veon Bell walk. Adam Gase is like, I, I, I don't even understand. It feels like they're just sort of forcing him to continue along there. They're in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, but only a couple of years ago they drafted Sam Darnold and thought that he was going to be their quarterback of the future. I just don't even know what the Jets' plan is right now as they sit squarely at the worst team in the NFL. The list of sadness as we count down again, the Vikings at 28, Jacksonville Jaguars at 29, the Jets at 30, the Washington football team at 31, and the Jets at 32. The only thing that could give any of these teams a glimmer of hope is Trevor Lawrence. Dub, any teams that to you should be on the list that aren't? I can't think of any. It's really that big four, that bottom four. I think those are firmly in the list until further notice, until after the draft is basically what I'm saying. What what might change is the NFC East teams are going to all be playing against each other, so they might be able to actually get some wins, and they might be the only teams that any of these teams can beat. That's a good point. And you look at the NFC East and their point differential on the year so far, Dallas minus 45, Philly minus 34, Giants minus 51, Washington minus 54. That's a bad division. That is a really bad division, and we'll talk about that maybe a little bit more in the next hour because I had pegged that as a topic of discussion. But an easy takeaway here for you is all four of the NFC East teams have a negative point differential. That is nowhere near any other division. Actually, I'll tell you what the worst division is next. It's the AFC East, and that might surprise people a little bit. I'll talk about that when we come back in the final hour. But up next, we're diving into a special open for you uh, from an undisclosed location. Trust me on this. And then Herschel Walker is scheduled to join us. All that more, this is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.